Good people of Los Angeles, this is your friend Josh Spice. Uh, we're going to play a little portion of um, the podcast we recorded yesterday, sh- shortly after um, we found out about the attacks on the three massage parlors in Atlanta, Georgia, leaving eight women dead, six Asian women who had been targeted um, by a white domestic terrorist. And um, Slim, Slim, Dweez and I share our thoughts on what's going on um, about Stop Asian Hate and uh, just what we need to do going forward here. And um starts with some recommendations, I guess. But uh, yeah, just hope you're encouraged in this really dark time and know that um, we're in it together. Love. FCFC Pod, T4, Spice, Dweez, Slim, Kobe, Hoji, Los Angeles, California. Mm. Let's hatch out of this long winter into a bright spring. <laughs> and a happy St. Patrick's Day to you wherever you are. Damn. Last week. And this has been another episode of FC. I do want to say, the boy Mo. Mm. Is in the hospital. Yes. Texted him a couple times. Gave me some black and gold hearts and thumbs up. We're looking at Jenna Jameson, who uh, Mo gave us when he and Jimmy were on the pod, the presidential pod in our first season. And, uh, you know, Mo is a wonderful human being. He really is. And I hope, we're all hopeful. We're all wish sending our best wishes to Mo whole D9U family, and um, he's just a exemplary football and supporter and human champion. Mm, yep. So, no, we're thinking of you, my dude. We brought the Jenna for our first recording ever in Spice Spiceland Studios in wonderful, which neighborhood are we in? We are right in the middle of Filipino town in Rampart Village. Rampart Village, Filipino Town, the 101 zooming by. We hope you're gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah. Praying for you all. Love you, bro. Always love, 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 love. I mean, all right, well, you have to at least get into recommends, right? Of course. Good FC, memory. FC, I think I want to hear Spice's recommends. Yeah, we're a little discombobulated, guys. We're not used to being around each other. Um, so if this. Whole episode seems a little frazzled and shit. Fuck y'all. We're just trying to figure out how to be people again. Yeah. And I'll start with my recommendation. Why not? Oh. I am halfway through, almost exactly halfway through, the National Book Award winner, Interior Chinatown, a novel, Charles Yu. Here's my pitch for you, all of you people out there who don't like reading novels and fiction. You like watching movies, though, don't you? We love movies. Yeah. I'm more of a TV show kind of person. All right, TV. (laughs) Actually, even better. Oh, you got you, Slim. Even better. Because in Charles Yu's wonderful novel, Interior Chinatown, Interior Chinatown, it's the whole thing is written in screenplay format. 
Gotcha. And it's a breeze to read, a wonderful investigation into the every Asian American trope you can think of mm. that has ever been on film, but explored in hilariously biting prose and great dialogue and funny interesting perspective taking because it's obviously not a movie or a or a tv series it's just all here in the novel and i'm just going to run through the acts with you act one is called generic asian man act two is called interior golden palace act Mm -hmm. three is called ethnic reoccurring act four is called striving immigrant act five is called kung fu dad Act six is called The Case for the Missing Asian, and Act seven is Exterior Chinatown. Mm. So, just going to read a little bit off the back. Why not? I'm just taking my time here, guys. Willis Wu doesn't perceive himself as the protagonist of his own life. He's merely a generic Asian man. Sometimes he gets to be background oriental, making a weird face or even disgraced son, but he's always relegated to a prop. Yet every day he leaves his tiny room in Chinatown, SRO, and enters the Golden Palace restaurant, where Black and White, a procedural cop show, is in perpetual production. He's a bit player here, too, but he dreams of being Kung Fu Guy, the most respected role that anyone who looks like him can attain. Or is it? Great, 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 great. Couldn't recommend it more. I'm only halfway through, but it's amazing so far. That's my recommendation. Shit, bro. That's um actually all the things I think about all the time in, in pretty much a single synopsis. So that's incredible. Interior Chinatown by Charles Yu. Phenomenal. I will have to read it right after this. So this yeah. is great. We've I think he's a television writer too. I think oh, he yeah. writes mm. for like several TV shows now. But this is it's just great. Like it's just so well done. It's so hard to execute a novel concept like like that, where the whole thing is basically like pretending to be a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like pulling and playing with all of these like you know, stereotypes and things that you know. And and also walking you through a great story. So really recommend it. And it's like I said, if you don't usually like novels, you don't want to hit something intimidating, something long. You'll breeze through this. Like it only took me like you know a night and a half to get like halfway through it, and I'll probably finish it in a couple of days. Must buy, must recommend. FCFC. That's awesome, man. Honestly, I think we do a good job of recommending shit to each other that we're gonna hopefully benefit from. Um, I'm gonna stick with Chinatown for a second. I was at the Love Our Communities uh, rally in front of the Japanese American Museum on Saturday. Um, it's kind of like a pan-ethnic Asian coalition talking about the anti-Asian hate crimes, talking about building communities and coalitions together um, still on still while defunding the police and actively going kind of um, through this thing together and not demonizing one group or the other, um, but like really taking accountability for each other in this way. Uh, and they are based, there's an organization that helped organize called CCD, uh, Chinatown Community for Equitable Development. And um, man, they had a speaker up there who was just talking this, talking this talk, man, and it was incredible. Like she was talking about how we talk about violence all the time, but violence is just physical attacks. But if you look at Chinatown today, working class community, Koreatown today, working class community, um, they recently tore down this, um, this, she said, a trilingual hospital in Chinatown to make condos. And she says, if that's not an act of violence to you, then you're reading this the incorrect way, right? Mm. Um, she really was talking about how at certain points it's not even like it's sometimes it's rich Asian folks acting within the system to do this to their own communities, right? Mm. And um, I think more so than ever, I'm kind of, um, I'm on that tip where it's like, 
we have to keep going back to where we started and holding each other together, you know, like holding each other um, safe, you know, in this way. Like there's a, saw the Asians with attitudes guys. I know that you've been plugging them for a while, Slim, but they're actively organizing um, kind of safety walks around Chinatown, uh, Little Tokyo, hopefully Koreatown in the future to um, maybe patrol the streets. And I think there's, there's a great political history of, of community groups doing that. There's grassroots, grassroots groups doing that. And I think I was just like, man, it really took, it really takes so much tragedy. And even as I'm saying this today, there's, um, I believe, uh, five women shot within in, in a spa in Atlanta today. Yeah. Um, and it's as well. I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of understand the situation. Um, we are we Asian Americans, not including undocumented folk in the official census, make up about six percent of the country, which means that. This year, last year, all that Asian people are, are being hunted. You know, that's that's what I feel, um, and that's the absolute truth of it. People are seeking us out in our homes. It's not even in like the rural areas where I think that you know that racism is somehow worse in America, but it's like it's in communities and cities where we have been forever. And so, I think what CCED was really um, impactful and telling was like this kind of violence. While I mean, violence is happening all the time and while media can portray us one way and alien us in another way like we really have to take care of our own people because our people are living in squalor and poverty um, not by their choice and it's really a product of of where we let our seniors go in the past and while we have to stop every attack these attacks are fucking disgusting I think this is a larger call for the Asian uh, community here in the states to be like we gotta take care of our own right now and um, hopefully everyone listening can, Asian and not Asian, can, can really come alongside us right now and be like, how can I help, you know? How can, how can I do this? So, yes, I can um, advocate for what CCD is doing more. Um, if, you have, if you have the financial means to donate to their, to their cause, like everyone I've met from their organization is just doing amazing work. And, um, yeah, I can recommend it um, higher. Yeah, um, I mean... Yeah, my recommendation is pretty similar. I mean, there have been over 2,000 um, attacks on Asian, like, violent attacks on Asians in the last year. Um, and it's not really being picked up by the media. It's little by little here and there, you know, from social media, outrage and whatnot. It's getting picked up and whatnot. But, yeah, Asian people are being attacked, and we need the Asian people to step up. Like, we can't be, you know waiting for our other brothers and sisters, people of color, um, to step up for us if we're not willing to step up for ourselves. So, yeah, as Asians, we need to find a way to keep our elders safe. Like, someone went around to spas and uh, nail salons that were all Asian-owned in Atlanta today and just shot and killed a bunch of Asian women that ran these businesses that are trying to fight for their livelihood. Um and yeah, and it's not it's not fucking ISIS, it's not whatever, like it's homegrown all American terrorists, you know what I mean? And it's it's not setting off alarms in enough people's heads in America. Like Asian Americans are a rarity, like Spice said, six percent of, of the US, you know what I mean? Like we're a rare breed. Um and we're special. Like we have we have, like, these Asian traits that come along with these American, like, 
lifestyles and it's it's a beautiful combination but um yeah we we've always been considered less than yeah and it's all coming to light now so all this asian racism like oh like where is it it it's always been around it's just it's blown up in the last year but it it's always been here and like we've all faced it or we've all known someone that faced that faced it growing up in la or new york um so it's now it's to the point where you can't turn the blind eye to it. We have to step up and, and stand up for who we are and our elders. Like, they're attacking people that can't protect ourselves. And as Asians, there's nothing that's more, uh, like, sanctified in, in our culture than our elders. Like, we respect them more than anything. And, you know... Yeah, we just got to protect each other, man. It's, there's already enough shitty things going on in the world. Like, bullshit hate isn't going to make anything better. Um, yeah. Yeah. And in case you didn't think it could happen in L.A. or didn't know, you know, if you if you are of that, oh, yeah, that's like a problem somewhere else or that's, you know, it's a new problem. The largest mass lynching in the United States history was in Chinatown, yeah. Los Angeles in the 1800s. And, you know, just getting familiar with the, Asian American history in the city would help you understand some of the struggles that have been faced historically facing Asians, Asian Americans. So, you know, I think as someone who's not of that community, it's very easy to learn about this kind of stuff if you actually want to. So I encourage anyone to like actually just take a look into it and not brush this aside um yeah i mean you know just a little more history in it like the first immigration ban was telling chinese people that they couldn't come here anymore chinese exclusion act the first drug that got banned in america was um opium opium because too many like the chinese mafia was making money off of it and shit yeah, you know the opium, opium that the fucking British gave the Chinese first. Yeah, yeah. Looking looking at the United States history through the lens of like the Asian American experience is actually like really illuminating for like what the US has done to all minority groups over time. And I think that like it would really benefit people who are like just hearing about this for the first time. If right, people right. are hearing about it for the first time, to just read a little bit about that history. And there's so many resources. I mean, hopefully as museums get opened back up. One museum I would recommend that a lot of people don't go to is the Chinese American Museum in Chinatown mm. because that is, I believe, on in the old location of where Chinatown was before it got moved for Union Station. So mm. for those of you who don't know, as much as we all love Union Station, our crest was introduced at Union Station, beautiful Art Deco building. That's actually the site of where the old Chinatown was and where the mass lynching, I believe, took place. And uh, they forcibly removed Chinatown and moved it up about three or four blocks away to where it is today in order to put Union Station in. So, you know, you're literally walking on the ground of where a lot of this history took place. And, you know, it's not something that's brand new, like these guys said, and it's not something that's like far off in just other cities or some small town in the U.S. It's like very much a reality where we are now. Yeah, man. I think, I mean, you guys both touched on it and especially... The lynchings of Los Angeles in Los Angeles and Chinatown and the Chinese Exclusion Act. Um, I've been writing a lot through this to kind of like understand, to try and cope and try and understand this and trying to like hopefully write a, write a letter to my parents and just like, you know, hopefully like talk to them about their experience through it as well. But th- what I began to see was that the pattern of violence throughout our time and our history in this country, the attacks were kind of like right on cue. 
you know, and that's what I kept on going to. Like it was, it's every ten years, it's every fifteen years. Uh, aside from like the the murders and the pushing into the trains that I've I've grown up with, like back on the East Coast, like this shit happens all the time. And um, I think the interesting point now is that there are more wealthy Asian Americans than ever before, right? That's an absolute fact of it. But at the same time, there are more in poverty. Exactly. There, it's 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 equal in that way. Mm. And so I think for Honestly, I want the media to cover it more. I want um, allies from all people, like black folk, for, for Hispanic folk, Latino folk, to all come alongside us and be with it with us. But like, really, my call is to like Asian American folks all, of, all all across the country. Is like we have been told our entire lives that like we're obsessed with like owning something and owning land and and maybe to a certain point like distancing ourselves from from the way we grew up. I think again, the time is right now. For us to be like, we have to keep on looking inside and keep on looking to our communities because the the constant that's always been there is that there's always seniors who need help, and there's oh and we have been the most the second most undocumented people in this country since we fucking got here, you know. And um, I'm tired of being used as a fucking narrative pawn or a point to between black, white, Latino, like just Asian people kind of skirting all these things. Like we have to make a decision to be like. Where do we want to fucking be counted, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's what's going to come next? And, uh, man, these attacks need to stop, man. That's the thing. Like, I, I can't get over the fact that we're being fucking hunted. You know, women, especially women and elderly people are being hunted right now. And um, Yeah, I'm, like, buying fucking pepper spray for my parents and shit for their yeah. birthdays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Right. And, again, I think the, the scary thing is, like, I know we, like, by any means we want to stop. But, like, I will tell you this. Any chance... The police or authorities have had to fail us. Like they're gonna take that shit. Mm-hmm. K Town burned to the ground because the the police were too busy, but like uh, protecting the Beverly Hills boards, right? And they said, yeah, but they still they still came in to arrest the people that were protecting their. Businesses. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. They came in <laughs> way after the fact after the fires had died down, right? Like this is what the fuck they do. So like, let's not trust these institutions that have failed us again. Like let's trust the fucking people. And the organizations that have been here while we fucking survived. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it was like that with your family, but even with mine, like, calling the cops was never really an option. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, we knew that, like, we, yeah, ever since, especially with Koreans, like, our trust in the police system has never been good. Yeah. Because first off, they're not going to have a cop that can speak Chinese, Korean, whatever, they yeah. don't give a fuck. And so they'll they'll put together a police report based on some the broken English that you can put together, right? That's that's the best they can do. Yeah. And, and they don't and they none of them have the patience to sit there and fucking actually like communicate. They're like, "Oh, you you don't know how to talk. Ah, oh, fuck you." Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, we've been on our own for a long time. Um and luckily we're at a spot where like through social media and stuff like even with our little bit, our our 5, 6%, like we can organize a little better. But Yeah. We need people to, to be down for the cause. Like, you know, like, there there isn't that much separation between you and your parents. You know what I mean? You just haven't turned weak enough for these cowards to attack you yet. Yeah. So if you don't step up now, like, it ain't going to get no better for you in the future. No, for sure. I mean, that's, that's yeah. unfortunately the fucking... It won't matter if someone's racist. Like, you know, that it's not going to give you the, the white pass or the hood pass wherever you are. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to step up and... Like, on your own two feet. Man, I think about the biracial kids coming out. Because there's a lot of biracial kids coming out. And I, th- it's interesting because as, like, Asian features become more in vogue and more popular, like, 
you'll see they'll be hopefully they'll see it as like without fetishizing someone like a beauty mark or something that's like really positive but um I, it's what black Americans talk about all the time right passing right for one or the other and I think a lot of biracial multiracial people talk about that especially from Asian culture but uh, there's something about Asian folk that we are we are unintegratable right we are the the farthest east that you can go from this fucking world from what's established here in America or established as like taken away from the native folk here so we are what we are man this is what we got this is our lot we gotta fucking own that and protect what we got man and who we are yeah and this has been another episode of the FCFC pod we appreciate y'all listening man uh can't wait to see everybody hopefully soon love y'all peace give an Asian person a hug safely after you got the vaccine hey give me a hug (laughs) 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 that's like the Kobe Kobe one two three